Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. I acknowledge the Wongal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians of the country that I am recording from today. I recognise their continuing connection to the land and waters. I pay my respects to elders past and present and extend that respect to all First Nation people listening today. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 102 of the Powerful Content Podcast. It sounds so strange to have a 100 in front of my episode numbers, but I'm sure I'll get used to it soon enough. Speaking of 100 episodes, don't forget, you've still got until tomorrow, the 16th of February, to enter my competition to win a free 30-minute power session, two free months inside of my membership, The Content Effect, and an ebook copy of my new book, The Power of Content. Now, two lucky listeners have the chance to win, and those packages are worth over $200 each, so well worth entering. All you need to do is follow me on Instagram, then leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Send me a screenshot of the review via DM on Instagram. And to leave a review, simply scroll down to the bottom of the show page right now if you want to, and select a star rating and then tap write a review. Now, if you're not listening on Apple, that's okay. I've got you covered. You can leave a review on Google, specifically mentioning the Powerful Content Podcast. Simply follow the link in the show notes to leave your review. Now, two lucky listeners will be drawn at random and contacted via DM. Super exciting. Now, let's talk strategy and specifically content strategy. So you can go back to episode 72, the seven key elements to a content strategy, if you're looking for information on the background to strategy and why you need a content strategy for your business. But in short, a content strategy is a basic framework that gives you the focus to connect, nurture, and convert your ideal client. It has a direct link to your client journey that takes your ideal client from not knowing anything about you all the way through to becoming that raving, paying fan. Now, strategy, like I mentioned in episode 72, is different to tactics. And this is something that frustrates me no end. There are service providers out there that claim to help you with your content strategy, but what they're really selling is creating social media posts or creating pins and scheduling them to Pinterest or showing you how to use Instagram. That's not strategy. That's tactics. That's the how of achieving your strategy. Now, your strategy is the overall plan for achieving a particular goal or objective. It's a high level overview of how you will reach your desired outcome. Tactics, on the other hand, are those specific actions you will take to implement your strategy. Now, your strategy provides the overall direction for your efforts, for your content, while tactics help you to execute your strategy effectively. Can you see the difference? 
A content strategy is going to give you clarity, focus, purpose, consistency, all of which will result in increased ease, efficiency, visibility, and sales. All pretty good reasons to invest a time in a strategy, I think. Now, here's a different perspective for you. In my book, The Power of Content, I don't start talking about content strategy until much later in the book, chapter six. And that's not because I don't think it's important. Heck, I wish everyone would create a content strategy. It's just that I know that if I lead with a, you need a content strategy, you're going to walk away and you're going to tune out and you're not going to want to listen to what I have to say. Hence the title of this episode and aim for this episode isn't the fact that you need one for your business. It's you need one, but here's how to craft it. So it will be useful for you and your business. So this is probably an unpopular opinion and probably sounds strange coming from a content strategist, but you don't have to lead with strategy. And here's why. The first thing is content is about testing and playing. And you can't always do that if you've already invested so much time and or money on a strategy, you tend to then stick to it rigidly. And that's not what I want for you. I want you to find the joy in creating, find it easy to do. And I want you to feel connected to your offers and who you're selling them to. And you can't do that if you feel like you need to follow the rules It's way too restrictive and will end up with you grinding your way through your content instead of enjoying it and playing and testing. The second thing I want you to think about is do you have the time, energy and resources? Whilst it can be a small piece of work, I have a great mini course on creating a super simple one page content strategy, or you can actually grab it in a bundle that I'm participating in at the moment. The link is in the show notes for that. But for your strategy to be meaningful, it's often a bigger piece of work that really requires thought and quite often guidance as well. And you know what? This isn't always possible for a small business owner who has so many other things on their mind. Now, I know that you love to create, you love to serve, but you don't always hit publish on that blog or schedule those socials or send that email. I love to see you practicing, working out what feels good and easy before really nutting out a strategy. Next, I want you to ditch the shoulds. Whilst I'd love for you to have a strategy in place, I also strongly believe that there's no right or wrong when it comes to content creation and that the shoulds always end up in overwhelm and burnout. That's not the energy I want you to bring to your content. So as long as you have the fundamentals of who your ideal client is, then that's just a great start. As you test and play, it becomes easier to pin down what you like, what comes easy to you and what's landing with the people who you really want to work with. So given all of this, if you decide the time is right to create a strategy, how can you make sure that it's one that you'll actually use and refer to. Now, the first thing is to start small, but think big. Instead of overwhelming yourself with an elaborate plan, start small and build gradually. Try that one page content strategy instead of this huge document that you have to plow through and get finished and tick the boxes. 
as you gain experience and insights, you can really expand on each of the seven elements of your content strategy. If you'd like help to start small, then I've already mentioned a couple of ways to get hold of my super simple one page content strategy. You can either purchase it from me directly or you can get it as part of the back to business bundle that I'm participating in with Kate Doster. The links to both of these options are in the show notes. So that's my first tip. Start small, but think big. The second is align your strategy with your vision. When you know why you're here, your purpose and how you bring that to the world, then the connection between that and your strategy will be strong, resulting in you wanting to implement and take action on your strategy. This alignment not only makes the process of creating a strategy more enjoyable, but also ensures that you're creating powerful and purposeful content as it will be infused with far more you. The next tip to create a strategy that you'll actually want to use is I want you to embrace the freedom there is in structure. Content is as much about systemization and structure as it is about the creative freedom, no matter what your strengths are. And if you want to know more about embracing your strengths, go back to episode four, using your content superpower, or take the quiz that's down in the show notes. Even the most flowy of free spirits can experience even more creative intention and flow when the boundaries of a structure are in place. Content freedom can coexist with structure. My next tip is accept that your strategy isn't set in stone. Things change, life happens, new opportunities come your way. So please don't see your content strategy as the only solution to using content to achieve your objectives. There's always alternatives. There's always solutions to problems that arise. Embrace being adaptable and your content strategy will be more of a guiding light than a rigid roadmap. And my final tip is bring personal reflection, not just tracking and measurement. The last element of a content strategy is to track and measure. And as I mentioned earlier in this episode, if you want to find out more about those elements, then go back to episode 72 as I go into them with a lot more detail. However, if you've been hanging around me long enough, you'll know that I'm as much, if not more, about the humanistic relationship and connection side of content marketing rather than just focusing on the numbers. If you take time to reflect on how you feel about your strategy and then refine it, it will become more integrated into your business as a living, breathing, guiding document rather than something that you action, tick the box, measure and move on. Yes, there is an element of that in content strategy, but you'll gain so much more and you'll be more likely to continue to use and refine your strategy if you bring personal reflection to the process. Because at the end of the day, content creation and content strategy is as much about you as it is about serving your ideal client. So let's sum up. If you can personalize your strategy and take a humanistic, kind and mindful approach, then you'll be able to use and follow your strategy far more easily. Starting small, aligning it with your big vision, embracing the flexibility and reflection will help you create a guide for you, your business, and anyone you outsource work to that is meaningful and powerful, not just words on a page. 
Now, don't forget, you can go and grab my super simple one page content strategy mini course, or we can work one to one together to craft a strategy that is sustainable, easy to action, and most importantly, something you'll want to use every day. Simply send me a DM on Instagram if you have any questions. I'm here to help. Talk soon. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Pop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.